baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Overnight America, the Sunday night edition is a little bit uh, sweeter because it's going to be the last Sunday for me in the year 2020. I have a couple of weeks off. I'm looking forward to using the rest of my vacation time for Christmas and New Year. So we're going to try to fit in as much as we can on this last Sunday, including our hookup with Canada. Shane Hewitt, we do this every Sunday night at 1230. He's great. And what we're going to do is just talk some of the different things going on in our countries. I'm sure we'll talk vaccine and how the countries are handling it and whatnot. Also, a little bit later, speaking of the vaccine, and since it's going to be released uh, widely across the United States here soon, as it is other countries, Dr. Dean Finelli is an expert on pharmaceutical and chemical related technologies, and he's on to discuss. He was someone that was on Thursday night. It was a great interview, and we got some compliments on it. And I thought, you know, it's timely, so let's re-air that tonight, which we'll do that at the end of the show. So if you missed it on Thursday, this will be good. And to start off this hour, I wanted to talk about two different movies. One, the Charlie Brown Christmas apparently played on PBS tonight. I didn't get to watch it, but I recorded it. We have this like makeshift DVR box. It's an Amazon something, and it records over the air television shows so you can watch it back later because I you know of course I'm not going to buy a subscription or something like that so it's we, we record things like the Charlie Brown so we can watch it back when we want to my son refuses to watch Charlie Brown I can't believe it I I'm trying to convince him and I oh you've liked him before you've enjoyed him you thought they were funny I don't know what it is maybe I just talked it up too much maybe I hyped it too much but because of that he now refuses to watch it. He said, no, I don't want to see it just because I wanted him to see it. Now he doesn't want to. I feel like he's really missing out on things. I don't know the right reverse psychology to play. Is it better to bribe him? What's the thing I need to do? Just extra candy. We get to stay up late. We'll get close to the end, you know, where his bedtime is. And I'll say, hey, you can stay up late tonight if you watch Charlie Brown with me. Maybe that's the way to do it because I know he'll like it. He didn't watch the Thanksgiving one either. And we have another Charlie Brown saved. It's Snoopy comes home or something like that. So there's a few of them that we have recorded and just sitting there waiting for him to watch it. We hope that we get that chance to do it. You know what else I watched today? It was the special on Lifetime. It was a 15 minute mini movie called A Recipe for Seduction. Oh, man. All right. Are you missing out? No, actually, you're not missing out. So it was the we talked about this last week. It was announced pretty quickly. And I think I know why. Number one, it wasn't that good, but it was a Mario Lopez who plays a young buff Colonel Sanders. So he dresses in the white shirt. He has that special type of bow tie. He's got the slick back hair, but it's kind of, you know, tipped white. 
to make it look like he's a little bit older. He wears the uh, glasses and he has the mustache and goatee, kind of like Colonel Sanders would have. And let me give you the idea of this. And I'm really not going to ruin much for you because I don't even know if it's possible to ruin this. But I did a video on this in the Facebook page, Ryan Recker Radio on Facebook. Essentially, uh, you can go watch it for free on Lifetime right now, too. I didn't have to log in or anything. It's just on their website. It's an infomercial, 15 minutes sponsored by KFC. So it's a woman and her daughter are having some people over for dinner, and the guy proposes to the, the daughter, and she doesn't know what to think. Well, we find out later that the guy that proposed in the mom kind of had a thing for each other. He has a ton of money, and marrying into that family would give them access to that money. So there's two reasons why the mom wants the daughter to marry the guy. Well, the daughter doesn't want to marry the guy. Why? Because he gets his, she gets her eye on the new chef at this uh, residence. The new chef is a good old Colonel Sanders there. That's right. Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. <laughs> and they kind of, you know, have a little thing. And then just like a Lifetime movie at the end, there's some conflict and it ends like a Lifetime movie. There's an old saying, you know, I'm going to find you like a Lifetime movie. It's the idea that doesn't matter how much you uh, or how far away you get from the guy. It doesn't matter what great lengths you put up or try to use in order to hide yourself from the guy. The guy always finds you the vulnerable woman you're always you're always found in a lifetime movie and that's kind of the thing so there's the big climatic ending where you know colonel sanders is tied up and oh will they won't they and is he going to get out is he not the whole thing is the other dude's got all this money but colonel sanders he's got an idea he's got a secret recipe a secret recipe that'll change everything and she believes it so the 16 minute branded and branded means KFC, you know, is involved in this movie. I don't know how much input they had in it. There was one point where they did a zoom in on the recipe, the secret recipe. And you know, there's like some scratch on there. Seven spices. No, two spices. Add salt. You know, question mark. It's like little things like that. It doesn't actually give the recipe out. But if you wanted to go see it, you can. It's uh, kind of a waste of time. My poor wife, I said, honey, let's watch this. It's the recipe for seduction. And she said, are you serious? You Okay, fine. It's Mario Lopez. Who doesn't like Mario Lopez? He's great. We ended up watching it. And she says, "That's that was the dumbest thing I've ever watched. She was so disappointed. You know what I was hoping for? I was hoping that it would be like really cheesy. You would watch it. It'd be super corny and there'd be a bunch of like chicken jokes and things inside. But the problem was it was 16 minutes, but they tried to keep it true to what a Lifetime movie would be. You know what I mean? I was kind of hoping it would not necessarily mock Lifetime movies, but, you know, it wouldn't be a Lifetime movie. It would be something different and funny. But it really wasn't that. It was just a, a shortened version of a Lifetime movie with Mario Lopez uh, playing Colonel Sanders. There's been a lot of other people and actors who have done the Colonel Sanders gig for the commercials. A ton of comedians and things. I really like Mario Lopez. What's not to like? Seriously. All right. So we have a couple hours tonight. If there's something you want to talk about, you can get in. The White House and other top officials you just heard in the news. Is it possible they get the vaccine early? Maybe. There was a speech yesterday from President Trump about the vaccine coming. We're going to play that because I don't know if that got aired anywhere. You know, being on a Saturday, it was an address that he had. 
addressed to the nation, I guess, but I don't think it was aired. It might have been, but it was. I found it on their YouTube page, the White House YouTube page. So I thought, you know, this will be a good time to do it. And there is a representative in Arnold that wants to rename a stretch of I-55. So I want you to think about some great names that stretch of 55 through Arnold, what it could be renamed. I don't know if you've heard this or seen this. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Coleman is recommending this and getting some signatures for it. And who is that person they want to name 55 after? I'll tell you that right after the break. I think you're going to like it. It's Overnight America KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. So Overnight America, I would love to hear from you. And if you're ready for this, I don't know, are you ready for this? In fact, there is a representative out in Arnold, state rep. Name is Mary Elizabeth Coleman. And she has this online right now. You can fill out a form. It says, join the fight. As a top Republican in Jefferson County, I'm asking you to join the fight to rename 55 Stretch and Arnold after Donald J. Trump. <laughs> yes, well, would that be great? <laughs> I hope they do that. Well, I don't know what it would take to name that stretch after the president of the United States. What would it take? But would you support that? Would you go and join the fight? Would you go sign that? I'm just curious. This is what I could foresee. I could foresee people vandalizing that sign and also wanting to stop and take pictures by the sign wherever it says the Donald J. Trump Memorial Freeway or Highway or whatever it might be put out there. It says Missouri's economy, strengthening our infrastructure and protecting our values from power drunk politicians with government policy. One of the reasons why they want to rename that stretch after Donald Trump to thank him for his time in office. Do you think it's a good idea? 314 Four three six seventy nine hundred. You can call or you can even text that line too. You can also call 800-925-1120. I don't know. Should I put my name down on this? Join the fight. I, this might be more of a campaign thing than anything else. I, don't, I really don't know what it takes if there is a signature process. I just felt like for a while there, all it is is brought up in front of the, the state legislature and then they can vote on something like that. I don't know if you have a lot of local input on that. But if anything, it might be strength in numbers saying, you know, I uh, I put a survey out and wouldn't you know, a thousand people said they wanted to rename that stretch. I don't know if there's a lot of other memorial stretches named after presidents here. Um, I think Ronald Reagan has. Uh, uh, there's some other things, too, by the way. Of course, Lindbergh being after Lindbergh. That's after his uh, historic flight except in Kirkwood, which I think decided they just didn't want to do it. But there's other things, too. But would you like to see that 55 stretch named after Donald Trump? 314-436-7900. So we got an update on the vaccine on Saturday. And Donald Trump did an address. I saw it online. I got to be honest, I don't know if this was aired or not. I don't know if the television networks aired it. 
I don't know if any of the radio stations aired it. Honestly, I don't know. But I thought, you know, let's air it tonight, even though it's a day late. It's the uh, day I'm on the air. And if I wanted it to be on, then this is my opportunity, isn't it? Here is Donald Trump addressing the update when it comes to the vaccine here in the United States. I have really good news. Oh, I better turn this up now, shouldn't I? There we go. Let's try that one more time. All right. I have really good news. Today, our nation has achieved a medical miracle. We have delivered a safe and effective vaccine in just nine months. This is one of the greatest scientific accomplishments in history. It will save millions of lives and soon end the pandemic once and for all. I am thrilled to report that the FDA has authorized the Pfizer vaccine. We have given Pfizer and other companies a great deal of money, hoping this would be the outcome. And it was. On behalf of the American people, I'd like to thank all of the brilliant scientists, technicians, doctors, and workers who made this all possible. Pfizer and Moderna have announced their vaccine is approximately 95% effective, far exceeding expectations. These vaccines are also very safe. American citizens participated in clinical trials that were far larger than normal and had no serious side effects. The dedicated and independent experts at the FDA meticulously studied the results of the trials, and it has now passed the gold standard of safety. Through Operation Warp Speed, my administration provided a total of $14 billion to accelerate vaccine development and to manufacture all of the top candidates in advance. This included a nearly $2 billion investment in Pfizer to produce 100 million doses of their vaccine, with an option to produce 500 million additional doses. And I'm proud to say that we have made sure that this vaccine will be free for all Americans. Through our partnership with FedEx and UPS, we have already begun shipping the vaccine to every state and zip code in the country. The first vaccine will be administered in less than 24 hours. The governors decide where the vaccines will go in their state and who will get them first. We want our senior citizens, healthcare workers, and first responders to be first in line. This will quickly and dramatically reduce deaths and hospitalizations. When the China virus invaded our shores, I promised that we would produce a vaccine in record time before the end of the year. They said it couldn't be done, but with today's announcement, we have now achieved that goal. The United States is the first nation in the world to produce a verifiably safe and effective vaccine. Today's achievement is a reminder of America's unlimited potential when we have the will and the courage to pursue ambitious goals. As I've said from the beginning, a vaccine will vanquish the virus and return life back to normal. The pandemic may have begun in China, but we are ending it right here in America. Operation Warp Speed is the greatest medical manufacturing endeavor in American history. We are deeply grateful to every person who has worked round the clock on this monumental national project to save lives. Thank you all for your tremendous gifts to humanity. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And God bless the world. Thank you. That was Donald Trump's about three minute, 15 second address on Saturday. Not bad. So I wanted to point this out because this is what we're seeing right now. He said, 
You know, we're going to start to get to, to the seniors. It'll help when it comes to the hospitalizations. We feel that'll be the first and best thing to do if we're trying to find ways to, you know, talk about the vulnerable crowds. Of course, you have doctors, nurses and things if they want to take it. There's a lot of um, th- there's going to be a line of about half of Americans that want to take it. They estimate about half of Americans will be willing to go around in this first 50 million that would want to get in. There's still a lot to do after that because I'm sure there's going to be other batches that are going to come in. Moderna is going to get theirs in there too. Pfizer happens to be getting theirs out there first because of the emergency approval by the FDA. And you look at that and say, these are all things trending up. This is good. But about three weeks away, three weeks uh, in between the different shots, these are all good things. So let me look at this too. Over on KSDK, they just updated this. St. Louis County expected to extend safer at home order. Sam Page spokesperson said the county expects to extend uh, extend the order for another two weeks due to the rising numbers of the coronavirus. Let me point this out real quick. I saw this online and let me get to it because people were screenshotting over in New York City what Andrew Cuomo was using for statistics in order to continue to justify the uh, the closing of restaurants. So the top sources of COVID-19 spreading, and this is just in New York, but it also mimics what the CDC put out inside of the data from the CDC and also researchers at uh, Syracuse. The spread likely to come from a restaurant is 1.43%. So when someone contracts COVID and they try to figure out how they contracted it, Social gatherings seem to be number one. By the way, higher education, like you're a student, that's at 2.02%. And education employees lower than that at 1.5%. And then restaurants would be 1.43%. Keep in mind, Sam Page says, nope, the data's there. We need to continue to keep dine-in closed at restaurants. We need to continue to punish that one sector of the economy as if these restaurants weren't already hit hard enough. He's continuing to single them out based on the latest data that shows it's a small percentage of people who catch COVID get them from eating at restaurants. But he said that, uh, let's see, KSDK reporting, Sam Page will hold a Briefing Monday morning, he's expected to make an announcement extending the safer at home order. And I think a lot of people are still very frustrated at all of this, at all of this. So we got a lot on our plate right now. 314-436-7900 is the number. Uh, Let's go to Chris, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. What's up, young man? Good hearing from you. (laughs) Good, good, Good to hear you, man. I just, I, uh, I was, uh, he had some reduced uh, time at work. Uh, they just our line shut down earlier, so uh, mm-hmm. I got a total of six hours with today and yesterday. So it just uh, I'm uh, I'm looking maybe to get a, a forklift driving job where I can make some more money and get just get my hours in, man. But it's uh, yeah, it's are you uh, um like pretty talented with a forklift? Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not a like a, a master of the best, best of all, but I, I've driven, I've, I've used them before. So it just, uh, so I'm not, I'm not uh, a novice to it. So, uh, yeah, I've yeah, only had so. an opportunity to drive one once and it was pretty fun. It's a, it's a, it takes a little bit to get used to, but it was all right. Luckily um, it wasn't my job except at a place I was working. They said, Hey, if you want to, 
kind of practice it. They let me go out in the back and practice it, and it was pretty fun. Well, I, well, I heard uh, Ryan was uh, you trained for a couple of weeks, and uh, you're, you're paid for it, of course. So, uh, and I, I guess you're uh, they'll they'll call you if you know. I guess maybe an opening comes up. I'm I'm not sure, but you know they don't yeah. have you wait too long. But uh, I'm just looking to uh, make a lateral move uh, uh, in the. Uh, trailer park here to get to a uh double wide trailer and i can uh move my daughter in i just i want to get out of this single and uh well i, I won't go into particulars i mean the whole nine yards but i just yeah. uh i'm in a shoe box here and i i want to clean out my uh storage shelter so um yeah well, i'll tell you man like you get in the landlord said you gotta have at least uh i think it's three times your uh income so it's just uh, i'm i'm working on that so well yes that's the next step that's how you're trying to better yourself so uh going back to this arnold thing on 55 i think that's what you're calling in on what do you think of the idea to name it after donald trump as as a great a big admirer of uh president trump i'll always call it just and uh, i won't accept the uh comatose man there uh i just uh I I think I think it's a great idea. I I think uh, what he's what he's done, what President Trump has done. Uh, you know, my, not everybody might agree with the way he went about it, or he's he had his detractors. But uh, I think he did a lot of good, and I you know, it's a way to honor him. But uh, there's there's going to be some Black Lives Matter and Antifa uh, clowns out there, or even maybe people from other groups that just uh, will look to deface it. But uh, I, I hope that doesn't happen. And uh, I just, uh, I think, I think he's did a lot of good. And I, I hope uh, Ryan that he runs again in uh, four more years. It just yeah. gives, gives it a shot. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting. So uh, it just depends. Okay. So name, yeah. name, go ahead, name that stretch of 55 and Arnold after Donald Trump. All right. I'll put you down for that. That sounds good. Good hear from you, Chris. Have a great night. Uh, there's a text message that came in. No way to renaming the highway. Uh, let's see. Another text message came in uh, about stimulus checks. Maybe uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So this, I'll save that text message. Because I, I did have that on the rundown to talk about an update on stimulus checks next hour. I guess if you wanted to call in, we can do it next. But I have a few other things I want to get to because students are falling behind in school. They're starting to find out that maybe part of our planning needs to be how we really turn this around for kids. I've seen it myself with my own kid. I can't imagine what it's like with everyone else. It seems to be the same. We'll take a look at your weather coming up, too. It's Overnight America KMOX. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Some other messages coming in. Uh, one person said no on Trump Highway sign. He only lasted four years. Now put it up. Put up the Trump Highway sign. I'd like to see that. I think it would be something that a lot of people would support. I think they're on the right track in Arnold. I would love to see the discussions on that. And it would be nice for it to happen. So let's take some of your calls. Dane, welcome to Overnight America. Good evening, Mr. Rutger. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing just fine. Well, I have to agree with, you know, I, you know, if they want to name it 
that portion of Ohio after Trump, that's fine by me because in the state of Texas, and especially in the Dallas Fort Worth area, we have a George W. Turnpike and the uh Highway six thirty five is actually called LBJ Freeway, which is Lyndon Lyndon hmm. uh B. Johnson. Right. There's a lot of different stretches of road. I mean look at Chicago presidents. they got they got Eisenhower and uh you know, all them all them other presidents. So I would I would feel comfortable with that. But you know, there'll probably be somebody out there trying to deface the prop the signs and everything. So Yeah I'll, all the time. Uh, if, if anything, um, I, you know, I think that it just goes to show you how unhinged some people are. They can't just the, the, the sake of a name on a sign is enough for them to go absolutely out of their right. mind. And, and as just far to show as you Charlie, how crazy it's gotten. As far as, as far as the Charlie Brown, uh, movie that the Charlie Brown Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, I'd just say bribed your, Drive your son to watch it. You know, say you know, stay, you can say a little later if you watch this with me, or bribe mm-hmm. me candy. But uh, uh, I have all all of the Charlie Brown uh, movies on DVD. Yeah, is that right? All of them. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. How many I mean, are got, there total? Uh, let's see. Well, I've got we've got the uh, we got Charlie Brown Christmas, uh-huh. the Great Pumpkin. Uh-huh. And I think there's one other one, and then we've got the uh, Peanuts movie. There's Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving, The Great Pumpkin. Uh-huh. Yeah, Christmas. And then the Christmas, there's three of them. And yeah. uh, like I said, we've had the Peanuts movie also that that's now on DVD. Right, that's the one that's more recent from the last couple of years. Yes, that is, that is a good one. So, you know, I'll just say bribe them, you know, you know. Little ones love candy or you know extra treats. Just say, "Hey, I'll give you this if you step, you know, if you'll watch this with me." Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Dane. Good to hear from you. I appreciate that. All right. So he says we should name that stretch off of fifty-five after Arnold. That's good news. I think that bribing him—it's going to be tough because he's so spoiled to begin with. He gets almost everything he wants already. Not everything, but in moderation. If he wants some candy and he hasn't had candy in a while, then we don't say no. We're like, okay, I guess you can have some candy. Or, you know, staying up a little bit late, you know, he's got his bedtime. And every once in a while, it's like, okay, there's five minutes left in this. Let's just watch it. You know, he can stay up a little late. I'm thinking I might have to use it as leverage. So he's about to get in trouble. And basically, I'll say, I'll let you get out scot-free here. I won't punish you for what you just did. If you watch Charlie Brown Christmas with me, then he's going to have to decide. Does he want to get punished or does he want Charlie Brown Christmas? I think he's going to pick Charlie Brown Christmas. And that's tough. You know, I caught him in the act of doing something and he immediately realized he made a mistake today. And it wasn't anything bad. It's just he's six. He's growing like a weed and he's getting taller. He's got this little stool in the kitchen if he needs to reach something when we're not around. So he pulls the stool up and he shows me that he can pick a box off of the top of the fridge. He's tall enough to do that now. And I was so impressed by it. I said, wow. So you're telling me every time you ask me to get it because you couldn't reach it, actually you can reach it? This is great news. Now every time you say, hey, can you get me some goldfish? I'm going to say, hey, congratulations. I know you can reach it. 
go get it yourself. And he looked at me. He immediately knew he messed up because he was on easy street there for a while. I would always get it for him. And then he looked at me and he said, you'll probably forget. (laughs) Uh, He knows me too well. I probably will forget. You know what, son? You're probably right. Except this time I didn't. And now everyone knows about it here on the show. 314-436-7900. One person texted in, Trump highway sign equals target practice. Maybe it could be a lasting memorial for the tolerant left. (laughs) We could just, we need to rename it something like the uh, Donald Trump sign for, uh, hmm, there has to be something ironic in there. Uh, just it's somehow just to prove that those people that would uh, call themselves the tolerant side of things are absolutely not tolerant when it comes to defacing things with Donald Trump's name on it. I guess there could be some symbolic justice there or something funny. And, you know, that would be definitely going to get vandalized for sure. So most people texting in says no way to rename the highway. I think it should be renamed. I think it's not a bad idea. It's a president of the United uh, States. And, you know, we rename things after presidents. There's no reason why we shouldn't. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. I saw a press release, and I've only seen this on Twitter. It's not actually on Joe Biden's website yet, but it looked like a press release that came out today that said that President-elect Joe Biden to deliver remarks on Electoral College. It says on Monday, December 14th, he'll deliver remarks in Wilmington, Delaware, on the Electoral College vote certification and the strength and resilience of our democracy. So with that vote today happening... And all signs are pointing to the certification and well, the uh, Electoral College, at least putting all the votes in place with Joe Biden being then official president elect. It looks like the address is going to happen on Monday night. I haven't actually seen it anywhere else besides on Twitter. It's a screenshot of this press release. But for whatever reason, this press release wasn't actually put out on their website. I don't know why, but we'll see. Maybe it'll give us something else to talk about tomorrow. So there is a representative in Arnold, Mary Elizabeth Coleman, who says that she would like to rename a stretch of 55 in Arnold after Donald J. Trump. Let's get it done. (laughs) I just reached out through email. I would love to get her on the show. I want to know the history and the idea behind this. But you think it's a good idea? Let's go to Tom, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Thank you very much. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And I'm all in favor of having that stretch of highway on 55 named after Donald Trump. And I hope the Electoral College does the right thing tomorrow and elects Donald J. Trump for another four years. Uh, Well, that's wishful thinking, but we know that's not going to happen tomorrow. It would have been uh, nice if we were in that position where it was happening that way. Um, But we kind of know how the Electoral College is going to play out in this and the electors, I should say, uh, going to vote. But going back into the 55, yeah, I don't know how long that stretches. I guess I'd have to go and try to measure it online through Google Maps or something. But why not? You know, former president, do it. Uh, I I think the only downside really is just the amount of vandalism that that sign would receive. But just think about it. People would love seeing that, um, I think at least. 
Um, all right, Tom, yep. thank you very much for your call. So 314-436-7900 is a way to reach the show. And I think a lot of people will be signing up. I just posted that on Facebook, by the way, to see what people think. I'd like to find a little bit more about how uh, you know people are really interested in this and try to gauge that. I don't know. Maybe there's more people that hate it than like it. I don't see why not. I saw this one story in USA Today, and let me read this. It's from Aaron Richards, posted, uh, let's see, updated about four hours ago. It says, students are falling behind in online school. Where's the COVID-19 disaster plan to catch them up? And what an awesome, awesome thing to bring some attention to, because any parent we talk to that has kids that are at least partial or fully in part of the virtual, they all say the same thing. Their kid is not getting nearly the same experience, nor are they getting the same education necessary that it would be to help them along in their uh, studies. Luckily, my son is in kindergarten. I found out here in Missouri that it's not even necessary. I don't even think I think you can just flat out skip it if you wanted to, because it's more or less. It's just try to get you acquainted to the formatting. You know, here's the basics, things like that. Parents, you are still the bearer of responsibility when it comes to making sure your kid is up to par when it comes to their early learning. You need to really work with them and you should work with them throughout the course of their life. A lot of other countries, you know, the parents make that a top priority in the home, the education of their kids. Here we don't. I mean, we do, but we don't. It's not as it's just not built into the culture. Some people it is, but a lot of people it's not. It's hey, the schools will take care of that. That's why we send our kid to school. They don't go above and beyond. We're kind of fortunate. Our son is a little smarty pants and he is pretty advanced for his age, which is good. But I kept thinking to myself, would he be doing better off if he was at school five days a week as opposed to a few days a week or all virtual or whatever, given the alternatives? And it's true. Are we actually putting a plan together in order to make it so our kids aren't just, okay, we're just going to have to write this off as a mulligan year. We'll just forgive anything they don't understand. We're just going to push them through because what are we going to do? Are we going to hold every kid back? I don't think so. Is it going to be one of those years? And ultimately, the kid's going to be punished for that. They're going to still go to the next grade where they're going to be behind. And what's going to happen there? They're going to have a lot of catching up to do. And think of all the burden the teachers are going to have from now on out. Any kid that graduates and goes to the next class, they're going to go in and just realize this a base understanding that there's going to be a lot of kids that are going to be behind. And that's going to be a disruption, of course, to the learning process. So this is a story that they put in there and they talk about how schools went remote learning in Milwaukee. Her and her friends are in eighth grade, a middle school, missed their graduation ceremony, their parties, all of these different things. Virtual learning might be keeping Ruby, 14 years old, and her family safe during the public crisis, but it made it exponentially harder for her to stay motivated to learn. You know what I noticed? My son never had an issue when it came to writing on things like the walls or anything like that until virtual learning. One day I go back and he's got a desk and he's got his iPad or whatever. And I go over there and his whole desk is drawn on. There's like, you know, drawings and it's just a complete mess. And I look at it and it, it looks like when the fireplace goes down and there's just ash left. There was just like ashy dirt all over this. And I look on the wall. There's some drawings on the wall. There's some drawings under the desk. There's some drawings behind him and drawings, meaning just lines. And I said, wait, what? What are you doing? And I was really 
disappointed in him. And I made him clean it up. We got the magic eraser. Luckily, it came off very easily. But then we start talking to the other parents, and they said, you know what? My kid is doing the same thing. It's because they are bored out of their minds. Uh, they're just sitting there. They're not learning. A lot of times, it's the teacher giving attention to someone else, and they're just sitting there waiting for their turn. They're not doing anything constructive. It's a difficult situation for these kids to be in, and they are all experiencing this too. So what is the plan? Luckily, he's kindergarten. He'll catch up. He's already advanced. But still, what's the plan if they're older? Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, whatever. What's the plan if they've lost interest? They don't care. They can't pay attention. All of these things, the distractions around them. It feels like no one cares about them because they're forced to stay away from it all. Parents... You know, they got enough on their plate trying to deal with all of this. Now they got to add this on there, too, to supplement what the teachers can't do through an iPad. This is bad. This is bad news. So I think they make a good point, and I think they have to look into this. Are they going to force kids to go to school over the summer? I don't know. All right, so coming up in the next hour, I wanted to let you know that we're going to be joining with our friend Shane Hewitt. He's with The Shift. We connect Canada and the United States every Sunday night at 1230. So little over a half hour from now we'll be doing that a little stimulus talk senators are still trying to get some stimulus checks up and running will that happen senator josh hawley here in missouri really is pushing for it and it looks like he's continuing to push for it so we'll talk about that too coming up on overnight america kmox Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 